0: Welcome to Judge John Hodgman. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. This week's episode was recorded live at the London Podcast Festival. It's a great show. I can't wait for you to hear. But first, here's a quick message from Judge Hodgman.
1: Hey, it's me, Judge John Hodgman. Every now and then we have a contest. Uh, I will call out for some information that I don't have at my fingertips and you might provide it. And uh, the first person who provides the information I'm looking for, I send some piece of ephemera from my office, which, let me tell you, is encrusted with an interesting ephemera. I'm looking right now at a, at a model of a gorilla holding a samurai sword. I'm not going to give you that. That's one of my prized possessions, but I got, maybe I'll give it to you. Maybe I'll give that to you. In any case, uh, last time I asked for evidence of a certain moment in the miniseries I, Claudius from the 1970s which established that the husbands and wives in I, Claudius slept in separate rooms. Uh, Chris Hind was the first person to send me the evidence that I was looking for. It is a piece of dialogue between uh, the murderous Livia and her servant Praxis. And we are going to post some of that dialogue on our Instagram page. Judge John Hodgman is our Instagram page. And I will send something to Chris from my office. Thank you to everyone else who sent in the correct answer and even the slightly correct answer, which is where Messalina negotiates separate rooms with Claudius. It's not what I was looking for exactly. It was this moment between Livia and Praxis that I was thinking of. Uh, And we'll have more contests in the future
0: because I got a lot of stuff in my office that I got to get rid of. And I'd rather you have it. So thanks very much again, Chris, for playing along. Thank you to Chris for sending that I, Claudius dialogue. Now, let's go to the stage at King's Place in London. (laughs) Tonight's case, Crypto Facto. Caroline brings the case against her husband, Connor. Connor has set up a cryptocurrency mining rig in their living room. (laughs) Caroline says it requires too much electricity and she'd like him to get rid of it. Who's right, who's wrong, only one man can decide. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman enters the courtroom and delivers an obscure cultural reference. This is
1: an action for willful trademark infringement. Defendants have willfully and admittedly traded upon the goodwill and notoriety of Judge John Hodgman, one of the most famous entertainers and brand names in the world. In interviews with the press, defendants brazenly admit they adopted the marks, Judge John Hodgmany, This is the sound of a cryptocurrency and shut your coin hole. To directly associate their newly minted currency with Mr. Hodgman. Defendants have publicly stated that A, they quote, chose to represent Judge John Hodgman because he is and has always been a trendsetter, and B, that they would quote, love it if Judge John Hodgman name checked Hodgecoin. We don't want to pay him off to name check us, but it would be sick if he did so.
0: End <laughs> quote. Caroline and Connor, please rise and raise your right hands. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God, or whatever? I do. I do. Do you swear to abide by Judge John Hodgman's ruling, despite the fact that he uses cryptocurrency to buy his weekly groceries on the dark web? (laughs) I do. I do. Very well. Judge Hodgman?
1: Maybe I can get those Mr. Trotter's Great British Pork (laughs) Cracklings on the dark web. I hadn't thought about that. Opium
0: poppy seeds? No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Caroline and Connor, you may be seated for an immediate summary judgment in one of yours favors. Can either of you name the piece of culture that I referenced as I entered the courtroom? Caroline, why don't you go first?
2: I don't really know, but is it uh, maybe something related to Dogecoin?
1: Something related to Dogecoin. I don't know what that is. (laughs) Which makes it a good guess. Put it in the guest book, Bayless Jesse. Now, Connor. It's your turn to guess. I bet you know.
3: Uh, I wish I did, but <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like some I, sort so of. I'm glad bit- you don't. Sounds like a some sort of Bitcoin hearing, maybe like a Silk Road thing or something or other.
0: Some kind of Silk Road thing. <laughs> All guesses are wrong. That was a good guess, though. Were some good- kind of uh, crypto. <laughs> some kind of Bitcoin. Thing. Some sort of
1: reference to Bitcoin.
0: <laughs> You're like, I don't know. It seemed like it had to do with what this case is about, kind of. <laughs> It's
1: true, and Connor, as someone who not only is interested in cryptocurrency, but currently mm. mining for it all day and night long on a computer rig at your house. It's very I would, passive. I would think it's very passive, I know, and, you, but, and I encourage you to, to be aggressive, though, today. Okay. 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 I would think that you might have guessed this one. Of course, I was quoting from the 2014 trademark infringement lawsuit brought against a certain uh, alternative cryptocurrency by the entertainer Kanye West, oh, okay. who, <laughs> oh. who was angry because some kids created a new cryptocurrency called Coinye West.
2: Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: Kanye shut them down. So now we are going to hear this case. Caroline, mm-hmm. you bring this case against Connor. The problem is, he's got a computer that's mining for what kind of, what is the, what's the cryptocurrency you're mining for, Connor?
3: It's Ethereum. Ethereum? Ethereum, yeah. Oh, that sounds very (laughs) elven indeed. You can call it Ether (laughs) or ETH. You call it Ether or ETH? Yeah, and it's it's just short and form. Sure.
1: Why don't you just name it something short to begin with? You're making it up.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
3: ETH is the coin name.
1: ETH, all right. So, all right, Caroline, Connor is mining for ETH. (laughs) (laughs) all night long (laughs) in your living room while you're trying to sleep it's disgusting you want him to stop (laughs) do i understand all of that correctly
2: um more more or less
1: okay you may elaborate now
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we just we have this mining rig um hooked up in our living room it takes up quite a bit of space it's very hot as well Um, If you go and you put your hand next to it, you can feel heat radiating off of it.
1: Yeah, because it's a computer.
2: Yeah, but it's it's hotter than just a regular computer. For people who
1: don't know or people like me who barely understand what you're talking about, (laughs) Connor, ETH is a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin. There is a system of artificial scarcity, whereas to generate the currency, you have to quote-unquote mine for it, which does not mean that you're actually digging into the floor of your living room. Mm-hmm. But you're, you have a computer doing some kind of... Well, why don't you describe it? Some kind of process, right? Tell me, tell me what, what it is.
3: Yeah, I mean, you're essentially computing arbitrary numbers in order to find one that matches a pattern to prove that you have enough computing power uh, to essentially... To deserve ETH. Deserve ETH. No, well, it's... <laughs> so you're kind of collaborating with a, a bigger pool of miners that are, that are trying to determine... Solidarity forever. This number. <laughs> yeah. Sing a Billy Bragg song now. <laughs> yeah. Does Billy Bragg have a lot of songs about Bitcoin? <laughs> uh, but but th- this mining is actually what proves out all the transactions before it. Okay. So, that's- so
1: and, but what you're doing essentially is attempting to generate wealth unto yourself.
3: Yes, but also to drive the, the, the technology as well. Because you have to have miners for it to even work.
1: What, what is your primary motivation? To get fake money or to pretend <laughs> that fake money is feasible somehow? <laughs> So it's both, I guess, <laughs> okay. for now, until right. it becomes real money. Okay. And how long have you been into ETH?
3: Um, you know, over a year now, but we've only started Do you call mining. yourself an ETH head? No. I, I wasn't really into Bitcoin, so I, I haven't really been into cryptocurrency that Do long. you
1: feel that you missed your chance on Bitcoin, and now ETH is the new drug that's going to
3: make you a fortune? I, I feel like everybody feels like they missed out on Bitcoin, but... I don't.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I probably did, Many I don't feel that way. I'm,
0: frankly, I'm still super into poppies. So oh, okay. <laughs> right.
1: you, know, you know what I'm investing heavily tulips. in? <laughs> tulips, yeah. thank you. Uh. <laughs> nice handoff there. Thank you very much, yeah. Caleb, Jesse. Uh, when did you install the rig? Uh, I think it was late June of and this year. You, and, this is, and this, you did not install it here in the United Kingdom. You are not from this land. That's correct. Where are you from? We're from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. And you are visiting here on vacation? Yes.
2: Yes. Well, we're visiting my parents who live here. Oh, how nice. And they're here now, too.
1: Would you like me to acknowledge them?
2: Uh, Well, I I think I just acknowledge (laughs) them.
1: Don't have time for sentiment in the court. (laughs) Where are you, mom and dad? Oh, too bad they left. (laughs) They're like, this is weird. Our son-in-law is strange. We're embarrassed. they know that already yeah, I know that. I'm, sure they, I'm sure they do yeah. now is your rig going right now is it chugging away
3: hi ho hi ho it's off to work we go down there in the mines I hope so I haven't, I haven't checked in the last hour don't or so, you have but... some
1: kind of webcam looking at it
3: well no there's a, like a web dashboard that you oh, can of course. see
1: Yeah. But, why, don't you uh... che- why don't you check on that for a minute while we take a look at your thing you have to send oh, in okay. some evidence let's see Let's see the first slide <laughs> and get a sense of what we're dealing with here I don't have service you don't have what's that I don't have any service here you can use my phone okay <laughs> I don't want to do that. All right, so this is your home in Oakland, California. Boy, oh boy, you've got a lot of square footage there in Oakland. How about that, (laughs) London? (laughs) (laughs) Quick question. If you were to open the blinds, what would you see out there? Would it be a dark gray air shaft two inches, another wall two inches (laughs) away from your window? Or is that just Airbnbs in London? It's more like a... for maybe six feet to the next wall. Oh, okay, fair enough. That's why they call Oakland the London Decent of view. the Bay Area. I think there's all a right. tree. So I'm looking. You. First of all, you got a big screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you. That's not part of the rig. I'm yeah. I'm presuming that the rig is this Matrix-themed yeah. Borg underneath the screen in the yep. bottom center of the right.
0: To be fair, his giant screen just has a bunch of text across it, like it was in the movie The Net. <laughs> <laughs> Enhanced, <laughs> enhance, enhance. <laughs>
3: well, if you were to enhance the right side, you would see my, my public address there, which you could, you could send me money if you wanted to. But,
0: uh, no, thank you. That's actually the, the,
3: <laughs> that's the dashboard. That's the minor dashboard there. Oh, okay. So, I,
0: I immediately thought you meant a public address system like on the top of the Blues Brothers car. <laughs> <laughs> so let the record show that there is a
1: green glowing thing on the floor with wires coming out of it <laughs> that I imagine makes a constant pulsing sound that is terrifying. Next.
0: Yeah, it's sort of a <laughs> like It's, it's, thro- it's actually singing, quieter
3: okay. than my uh, computer next to it that you can barely see there.
1: Uh, I don't care. Let's move on to the next uh, <laughs> slide. Okay, here we are. Another picture of it. Now we see up, up close. It truly looks like something out of Fritz Lang's Metropolis. <laughs> And you also have a tourist poster for Coastal California. Are you guys getting money from the uh, California Coastal Board?
2: (laughs) I wish. Um,
1: Does that normally sit there? It does. Why does it not hang on a wall?
2: Because it is Connor's barricade or form of protection from preventing our small dog from going to hide under or behind it. (laughs) Oh, so you have a small dog. We do. What is your dog's name?
1: Locutus of Borg? (laughs)
0: I have no clue what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) He just said weird sounds and everyone laughed. (laughs) Welcome to nerd comedy.
1: uh, What is your dog's name? Your actual dog's name? Cosmo. Cosmo. And what kind of dog is Cosmo?
2: Uh, we think he's a dachshund terrier, some sort of mutt. Adorable. Oh, he's very that's cute. great. And he's your concern cute. right
1: now is that while you're here in England, Cosmo could have nudged that picture of coastal California out of the way, gotten underneath there, <laughs> and been assimilated or electrocuted.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he's thankfully not staying alone home right now. He's staying elsewhere. But he has gone under it and behind it before.
1: And what is your concern?
2: Well, it's just, it's all this electric stuff. It's hot. It just, it doesn't seem like a good idea for a live being to be hiding underneath it.
0: Would you rather he be buying his magic mushrooms on the street? (laughs) (laughs) He lets me do that for him. (laughs) Next slide,
1: please. Uh, More pictures of this computer. I think you may have overestimated my interest in the different (laughs) angles. But if, if you have submitted this evidence, Connor, what am I supposed to be
3: seeing here? How is this supposed to be influencing my thinking? Uh, it's just to show, you know, the different angles and that it's cool. It's a cool thing, you know? <laughs> so what those, do you those, say those are it's... actually graphics cards there, so it's
0: kind of like six computers. You're pretty proud of this thing, aren't you? Especially for something that appears to have been made from an Ikea kitchen shelf. <laughs>
1: it is a bit of a makeshift case, A for makeshift sure. case, yeah. You could, you could have done a little bit better. <laughs>
3: But it's the best for airflow, so that's. Oh. Otherwise, we just have. Well, you, you know, know, I was going to say good for yeah. airflow,
0: but. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's not in your living room, right?
2: <laughs> if only. If only. Next slide. Are there more?
0: Uh, all right. Another
1: picture <laughs> of wires and knobs. Anything here I should be particularly impressed by, Connor? Looks like you got a fan in there. Oh, yeah. it looks like you got a, a couple of MSI things.
0: <laughs> They're a a pretty good concern. Nice pick. I like that. Now, Connor, I'm a real computer expert. Down at the bottom, is that a Sound Blaster 16? I have no idea. Uh, What
3: am I seeing here, Connor? Describe for the listening audience. It's just the motherboard, but the interesting piece here is that there's actually... All the the six graphics cards aren't in their normal kind of PCIe express slots. I knew there was something about...
0: (laughs) I'm thinking I there is something my my weird. right on
1: the tip of my tongue.
0: Yeah, what is it about those PCIe Express slots, I said to myself.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so what, no have aco- what have you accomplished here that I don't understand?
3: It's just, it's just the standard way to kind of arrange the graphics cards away from the motherboard.
1: Okay. Next slide. Oh. Uh, <laughs> this is Cosmo after he died. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe is just sleeping with his beautiful purple sloth lovey. Yep. What is the name of that stuffed animal, Sloth? Sloth. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Um, This is the dog that you wish to survive, this experiment. Yes. Uh, Connor, how do you respond to this accusation that this might be dangerous for Cosmo?
3: Uh, Well, For one, most of the electrical components are off the ground to where he isn't going to reach them unless there's food or something in there for some reason for him to actually get up into it. He's but
1: you, he has gone underneath there and behind there before, right? He's a curious fellow. Yes, yeah, which I, a, I, don't like
3: fellow. I don't like that for sure. So any way to block that off uh, would, be, would be good.
1: <laughs> Did you consider uh, something other than a piece of framed art? <laughs> it was just what I had lying around at the time. Yeah, it uh, seems like all of that is from what you had lying around <laughs> at yeah. the time. It's true.
2: Your Honor, there is one other thing of protection. Yes. Uh, my foam roller is also under his desk, and I am not allowed to use it anymore because it is the barricade to protect the dog from going under it.
1: So a foam roller is something you would use in physical therapy or Pilates or whatever. It's a big, yes. long piece of, roll, you know, a, a, a cylinder of styrofoam that you painfully roll your legs on yes, until you, right. you scream. <laughs> yes, yeah. yep, that's right. Yep, yep, that's accurate. you've been saved from <clears> having to use it anymore <laughs> because well, she does not use it as but part of But then I barricade. have back
2: pain instead.
1: She has
3: two of them, to be fair. Yeah.
1: If she has two, why don't you just take one? I am just taking one. Yeah. No, that's what I'm... I'm making fun of your position. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> it's kind of like... Just because she have... has two things doesn't mean, uh I can steal one. <laughs> I figured that one had become mine. So you're splitting nope. the assets. You know?
0: <laughs> to be fair, Judge, it, it is a joint property state.
3: <laughs> All
1: right, fair enough. He's right. So... Oh, what do you know about the law? <laughs> she knows more. What is your. Are you an attorney? I am. Oh. <laughs> are you more concerned, Caroline, with the safety of Cosmo or the look of having a piece of weird Star Wars garbage in the corner of your living room or the heat or the fact that you're the husband? How long have you guys been married? A year and a half. A year and a half that it turns out your husband has some weird hobbies and (laughs) depraved Uh, dreams.
2: I mean, we've been together a lot longer than a year and a half, so I've known about all the depraved dreams and whatnot for a while. What Um, other
1: schemes has he hatched in the past?
2: I don't know about schemes, but I'd say he's an impulsive hobbyist where he'll Mm -hmm. get really excited about something and go all in. Um, These things would include drumming, airsoft rifling, um, DJing. Uh, <laughs> I did not of... go all in on that one. Okay, but you did buy some weird equipment that you used like, like once. Just like a little, great yeah, just light a thing. just a little thing. Um,
1: Why is it that all of your hobbies involve expensive equipment, loud noises, and potential for uh, injury?
2: Yeah. Those and are the so best ones. He, he buys these things, and some of them cost quite a bit of money, and he'll get really excited about it for a short period of time. And then he'll be like, oh, no, I'm not really into it anymore. And then instead of selling off the equipment, it just piles up in our apartment. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this has happened over and over again. And that's kind of how I feel this might turn out to be. This equipment was really expensive. Um, How much
1: money did he spend on it? If you don't mind, U.S. dollars.
2: I believe the last I heard was
1: $3600. $3600. Did you hear those low whistles?
2: Yeah.
0: Plus 14.99 for that shelf. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <clears throat>
1: but he did save a little money there by not assembling it. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those low whistles are the international symbol of what the hell, man. Yep. Uh, and then, what about the other stuff—the airsoft rifling, the drum kit? Like, is, do you do you have a drum kit collecting dust in your house?
2: Um, we do. Well, it, well, it's in the attic. It's not. No, it's not. It's in the closet. You can't reach anything in the closet because it's oh, there. I put
3: like half of it in the attic, and then the
1: things <laughs> that the, wouldn't go up the door. Not big part of it, though. But you are acknowledging that you put it in a place, as if to say, "I will never touch this again." I want to touch it
3: again, but it's, uh, it's as, just, soon
1: as, <laughs> as soon as I get my ether coins together. I'm totally going to take those drum lessons. <laughs> I was taking drum lessons for a he, while. He
2: was. The drumming, that was more of a legitimate hobby, but we still have a big drum set in our house.
1: But you're basically saying that this problem is going to solve itself because eventually this rig is going to burn out and he's going to oh, get God. bored with it and he's going to be on to the next thing, which is but like building a Zeppelin in the kitchen <laughs> or whatever.
2: He he has talked Legos, about other yeah. other schemes, but... But the thing I'm worried about is that he's either just going to let it run, even though he's not as excited about it anymore, and we're just going to have this somewhat dangerous, big, hot thing running, and we're not going to make any money off of it. It's supposed to take a long time to even earn back some of the money that it costs. All
1: right, so we know that we have an investment of 3600 actual currency dollars. (laughs) Yes. How many Ether ether shillings have you gotten so far?
3: (laughs) Uh... I've gotten maybe a little over 3, 3 or 4, mm-hmm. but it's only been 3 months. 3, three okay. or four months.
1: So. Uh, and and what in the current exchange what are, what are those 3 or 4 uh ether tokens worth?
3: Uh, I believe last time I checked it was the exchange was $260. Don't per make me do ether. math. Just give me the total. I don't. I
1: is can, that the total me this math morning
2: how much? Each one is oh. 260.
3: Yeah, I might have a reference. Check.
1: Yeah, make uh, yeah. Thanks for coming prepared. <laughs> oh, that's my ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for buying a ticket. <laughs> I now take back yelling at you about being prepared.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, he has a whole thing.
1: He has a whole thing. Oh, boy. So, Are you telling me that Connor has a whole thing? Because I, I knew that 10 minutes ago. So, it's about.
3: What is the value of your portfolio, Connor? <laughs> so, let's see.
4: No, <laughs> not, let's see. <laughs>
1: to me.
3: It's going to be a little confusing.
1: You come to my courtroom. You have a computer running day and night for one purpose. One purpose only. To mine Ethereum. That's the whole goal. You yeah. spend a whole bunch of money on it. The whole goal is to make money. Fake money, but make it. You're going to fake it until you make
3: it. But the value and is always changing. you don't even
0: changing. know the value of your portfolio.
3: Well, the value of Ethereum is always changing, so it's not super straightforward. And the last time you checked... C- c-
1: I'm not constantly never checking it. I've been more astonished and sickened <laughs> in my life. Do you see what I live with?
3: <laughs> well, when you're investing in a company, you don't check up on it every
1: day. Yes, you do! <laughs> or at least, that's what I've noticed some of the other dads doing. <laughs> Hash rate, 150, currently produces one three-quarter ETH per month, $200 a month at 260 around $300 a month earlier this month. when he's, uh, Would you tell me... <laughs> Connor, you told me... One and a quarter... Morning. Oh, well, Jesse, it's, it's one and a quarter ETH per month when overclocking. So... But that that a produces clock? a lot more heat.
3: What if you have gotta had, press that turbo button, baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> essentially what it is.
1: What would you... If you just, off the top of your head, would you estimate the value of your
3: portfolio?
1: If I were you, it's, I would just lie and say $3,700. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
3: it's probably like
2: thousand to fifteen hundred oh, or something you said this morning that it was that but then it went down to 700 because and i quote because of china
1: <laughs> all right
3: <laughs> something did happen recently in china
1: when do you anticipate uh, uh, you're paying off on your investment breaking even on this thing
3: well i, I guess if it was to maintain its current value uh, ethereum then it would be I guess around a year. And so, so, are you the asking
1: US. me if I were to rule in your favor to let you
3: make at least you know, get, get to 3,600 and then pull the plug? Uh, I guess you could pull the plug. Are you talking about selling the Ethereum at that point or just selling the mining rake?
0: Stopping <laughs> all of this.
3: Because <laughs> I could just keep the Ethereum and it could you know, go up in value.
0: How many Ethereum do you think you could get for the drum kit?
3: <laughs>
2: Ooh, that's a good question.
3: Two or so, maybe? (laughs) Two or three?
1: What would you have me rule if I were to rule in your favor? Either to
2: stop right away and sell all the equipment back because you could probably make most of that back um, or else make a certain amount to play the experiment through a little more, not a year, and then see how it goes, and then sell it. But the big thing is to actually sell the equipment when this is done, so that we can get some of that money back and not have this mining rig taking up more space in our place. Let
1: me ask you, the thing is ugly. I'll grant you It's super ugly.
3: It fits the decor of our apartment, of our (laughs) house. If you were to see Uh, the rest. can I see slide
1: one again,
2: please? Uh, I mean, my computer's
3: right there. It's it's not the most attractive
1: thing either.
2: Yeah, but we have this nice gas stove. Slide one, next one back, yeah. You can't see it. It does
1: they... fit the decor
0: of,
4: <laughs> of
1: but
0: that your, big uh,
3: projector of
1: your of your. We got
3: apartment. Star Wars. But
0: that projector and I, I isn't, isn't always down. I'd be inclined to characterize their interior design scheme as blinking miscellany. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think, I think it does match your decor very well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> your decor is terrible.
0: <laughs> oh. I don't know. Well, I think that those Ethernet cables really complement the fireplace. <laughs> sure.
1: Sure. Well, look, if you're going for something retro like 1991 Bachelor Pad, <laughs> the only thing missing is a samurai sword and a, and a Duran Duran poster.
0: It's important. Needs a little
1: updating. Yep. Look,
0: I've met both property brothers, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> This Can't, might be
3: the trend in San Francisco right now.
0: Interior decor theme as land party? <laughs> sure. Yeah.
1: Caroline, it not, doesn't look good. It, it's hot, but it's, what is it? it's just as hot like a computer. It's not going to set anything on fire. Well, it's not, not going to kill your dog.
4: It
2: Tell has, me what
1: really bothers you about this. Well,
2: it has a, didn't it like blow a fuse or something too while we were away?
1: I don't care about the, anyway,
2: um, the other Anyway, one other piece I haven't mentioned yet is that um, the utilities bill, mm-hmm. we pay a flat utility fee to our landlord, so it's good for us, but she will probably see her electricity bill spike a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a little bit worried, since she's also an attorney, that she will think that we are growing some sort of, um, a lot of pot. <laughs> or doing something else. How do I, some sort of, how do I <laughs> put this? A metric
1: ton of marijuana.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And you know, the Bay Area, it's difficult to find a really nice place, and I don't want to get thrown out of there because we're... I
0: I kind of feel like that argument might be a little specious because in Oakland, I think there's at this point like city pot farms (laughs) that just distribute pot on the corner. Yeah. There's not enough Ethereum, frankly.
2: Well, it's more, I guess it's also more just about the utilities bill. You know, there's, we do the flat rate because there's some sort of exchange of trust there. And then if it spikes and we're seen as taking advantage of it, that could ruin that relationship.
1: Besides which, it is an ethical lapse. Yep. It's an ethical crime, Connor. Because you're taking advantage, (laughs) you're taking advantage of this fixed electric bill and you're using a lot of electricity to make yourself some fake money. But there's no stipulation in,
3: in the lease. So it's it's not... I mean, maybe it's ethical, but it's also... Yeah, I didn't say it was legal. I said it was ethical. Oh, okay. See, you're being a jerk. <laughs> maybe... I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I agree with that.
1: Caroline, it's hot. It's a dog killer. It's ugly. <laughs> uh, your, your landlord, you're going to become homeless soon. Probably. All of this is... Uh, window dressing, and by window dressing, I mean a dusty Venetian blind that's closed all the time, according to... <laughs> as per your apartment. <laughs> I want to go to the crux of this. How does it make you feel when Connor comes home and says, guess what? I've got a new idea.
2: <laughs> um, I mean, part of it is I'm excited that he gets excited about stuff, but it's frustrating when it's something that costs a lot of money. And when I know he's probably going to get sick of it um, before but too long. But you're an attorney; you must be rich. <laughs> <laughs> Living in the Bay Area.
1: <laughs> so it's fr- it's frustrating when he when he yeah. when he comes home and and did you consult with Caroline before you spent the money on the rig or did you oh, yeah. just like, honey, here I'm mm-hmm.
3: home? I definitely did, and she actually. Uh, Helped buy one third of the graphics cards.
2: I only did it because you needed somebody to. We had to distribute the
3: Amazon. It's only two per customer. Just
1: because your wife is an enabler is not (laughs) a defense. (laughs) I'm just saying she (laughs) went along with
2: it. And I outlaid my very strong objections to doing it. And I also didn't know it was going to cost quite that much or take that long to earn the money back. Mm
1: -hmm. So if I rule in your favor, pull the plug now. Or when? Well,
2: we're in a couple of months. The big thing is just selling, selling the equipment back.
1: So give, me a, give me a day and date. I mean, I could, he, could, he could pull the plug now remotely from London.
2: That's true. I guess I would give him maybe three months, see if maybe things with China change. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I don't think that's going to happen. The,
2: I'm just being nice.
1: International <laughs> geopolitics is very stable right now. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth sailing, I call it. Connor, if I were to rule in Caroline's favor, is three months enough? Too much?
3: Um, not enough. I guess it's unclear. I guess it's probably not enough. Not just enough. let it go until the graphics cards depreciate in value to the point <laughs> where you you're might say, just sell it. Let them. it go until the graphic cards burn. <laughs> well, that does happen, but luckily, <laughs> uh, you know, they burn out eventually.
1: So How then long? we
2: have no Ethereum, and we can't sell the equipment.
1: Well, you'll have the Ethereum. Like you keep yeah. the Ethereum that you mine out of that yeah. thing, right? Yeah. All
2: right. <laughs> All two of them. I think
1: I've heard everything I need to. <laughs> two and and how many do you have again? It's more like three to four, somewhere All between right. there. And you know that this court does accept fake props.
3: <laughs> What's your uh, Ethereum address? What's my what? What's your Ethereum address? <gasps> boop, boop, <laughs> boop, boop, boop. <laughs> I'm. S- I'm
1: scandalized now for some reason. <laughs> uh, let me go into my chambers and I'll look it up for you,
0: and I'll also think about my decision. I'll be back in a moment with my verdict. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, is your end game to sell these Ethereums? Or is it to do something creepy with them? <laughs>
3: It ultimately would be, be to sell them, but probably not in the foreseeable future.
0: So you'd focus for now on creepy stuff then later on selling them? Right, right. And the main goal here is just to subvert the government as much as you can in the short mm-hmm. term and then in the long term cash in?
3: Right. Well, it's more just to support a technology, which I think, you know, the blockchain and cryptocurrency in general, that is going to be... Could a, really have you know, a
0: lot of great potential to yeah, sub- subvert great, the government.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's what needs to happen. I don't know.
0: (laughs) I mean, I live like 500 miles away, and uh, I'd prefer if the government stayed not subverted. Oh, okay. (laughs) Like, fully
3: functional and all. Well, just maybe in terms of, you know, how money is handled. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe
0: fiat isn't the, I don't know. Uh, Caroline, how are you feeling uh, about your chances here?
2: Um, I'm feeling pretty good. I guess there's always a chance for a surprise, but it seemed like a lot of fun was made of Connor. And so even if I happen to not win, I'm still pretty happy about that.
3: <laughs> uh, Connor, how are you feeling? Well, i just like to say, you know, I'm sure a lot of those early Bitcoin miners and investors also got made fun of quite a bit.
0: And deservedly and all so. Millionaires. <laughs>
1: and the fun hasn't stopped either.
2: <laughs> but they were investors; they didn't mine it themselves in their living room. Can
0: yeah, I both. ask? Can I ask the two of you a question incidental to this? <laughs> Would you be willing? My, my mother is a furniture <laughs> dealer in San Francisco. Would you be willing to accept a ten percent discount? Uh, in her store, Emeritus, inside the larger store, Stuff at Valencia, uh, on Valencia Street in San Francisco, uh, so that you can buy some actual furniture for your house. <laughs> <laughs> because you're both white collar professionals and grown adults, and you appear to be. The rest of the house looks very. Sub-woofers. <laughs> the rest
3: of the house looks very nice, I think. It's, okay. it's just this one corner that's kind of the tech Got it. Know, I arena. think my
2: parents would agree with you, though, on the, the decor of that room.
0: Yeah. We'll see what Judge John Hodgman has to say about all this. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman re-enters the courtroom. (laughs)
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we live in uncertain times. (laughs) Structures that we thought were inviolable are collapsing around us. Uh, Futures that we thought were secured have been shown to be insecure. Currency is perhaps the next norm to be violated and we must be prepared now. You all know me, I've always uh, Put my stock in a future currency, which is uh, dollars that are printed on beef jerky (laughs) (laughs) They last a long time (laughs) And at need you can eat them until your gums hurt. (laughs) I Don't understand what you are doing (laughs) at all (laughs) it's fine and i tried to read up on it (laughs) but i appreciate that you are doing it i hope you are not amassing ethereum in order to pay contract killers (laughs) (laughs) which is one of the things that bitcoin was being used for and other dark web shenanigans you seem too nice a very small
3: portion of Bitcoin. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but enough. It gets, it, gets a, it gets a bad rep, but it's, you know, it's not the technology's fault. No.
1: And I also appreciate that you are engaged in a hobby that has all of these multiple variables. The, something happening in China can affect the value of your portfolio. <laughs> You've got to keep these cards up and running. The val- like how much Ethereum can you mine to make the initial investment of the 3600 uh, worth it before the, the whole rig depreciates such that you can't get your money back, and meanwhile, you're goosing your profit margin by taking advantage of your landlady. I love all of this.
3: <laughs> so, so, you see, like,
1: it. you know what? I love this better. I mean, as, uh, what I would have said if I didn't know better to Caroline was, you know, at least he's not a drummer. <laughs> then I learned you are a drummer. You're a drummer and an airsoft rifle enthusiast. And what, and what was the other thing? You smash bottles or something for fun? What was it? The- <laughs> DJing? Oh yeah, DJ. Dude. That's right. No. That's right. A drummer who's also a DJ. Could it get more scuzzy? No offense, drummers and DJs, I guess. I guess no, I mean offense. Sorry. <laughs> and when I asked you the value of your portfolio, you went into your pocket to a piece of paper that has no words written on it that are that are understandable to anyone. And it, that really struck me, because this is the things like if this, is your real ho- if this is your real hobby, then I would hope you would be the kind of weird husband who, ha- who knew the value of his eths every second of the day. <laughs> if you had come to me with that, I'd have been like, Caroline, I know you married a weirdo. <laughs> and I'm sorry for that. <laughs> but this guy's got his eyes on the prize. <laughs> when everything falls apart and there are no laws anymore for you to enforce with your lawyering. He's gonna, this guy's gonna have a a pocket full of ETHs and and an airsoft rifle and he's gonna keep you safe. (laughs) But now I don't know how serious you are. And meanwhile, you've got a hot piece of equipment running 24 hours a day, threatening to electrocute your dog, burn down a house that you do not own, and what's worse, you have a desk that has a glass top.
3: <laughs> it's a great... It's a great idea. All that's... of these things must
1: change.
4: <laughs> oh, no.
1: I think Caroline is being very generous to allow you three months to get your actual world money back out of this thing. Mm-hmm. But... I don't think it's enough. I want this to go all the way. Yeah. I, want, I want you to get $3,600 uh-huh. and go... I want you to make a big profit mm. that is imaginary, but big. No. I think that you running an Ethereum mining operation in your own house is frankly very sexy. <laughs> mm. Thank you. I think, though, you must do a couple of things in order to make it acceptable to the woman who I think means more to you than imaginary money. I hope. One, you got to make it look better. Two, you got to invest some more money into a better case or something. You got to stop stealing foam rollers from your wife to keep your dog away from it. That's just throwing good foam after bad. Or I don't know what that means. And you need to go all in on this now. I don't want this to just be another hobby that you're going to throw away in two seconds. You, this is your commitment. I want you to know what the value of your portfolio is. Mm-hmm. I want you to send me an email once a month to let me know <laughs> at hodgman at maximumfund.org so that we can update the podcast listening audience as to the value of your portfolio. <laughs> I, I need some Jim Cramer-style analysis of where things are going in the <laughs> Ethereum market. I want you to write a financial newsletter that you send to me <laughs> once a month. Jeez. I want you to throw those drums in the garbage (laughs) or donate them to a family that you want to torture. (laughs) I want you to get rid of all the DJ equipment and all the airsoft rifles and all the detritus and all the abandoned hobbies, because this is the one now. And I want you to run that thing until those cards burn up and your house burns down. (laughs) This is the sound of a gavel. (laughs) Judge John Hodgman rules, that is all. Ladies and gentlemen, Caroline and Connor. Hello, I'm your Judge John Hodgman. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is brought to you every week by you, our members, of course. Thank you so much for your support of this podcast and all of your favorite podcasts at MaximumFun.org. And they are all your favorites. If you want to join the many member supporters of this podcast and this network, Boy, oh boy, that would be fantastic. Just go to MaximumFun.org join. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Aura. A-U-R-A. It's a simple but meaningful gift that you can give your mom or your dad or your step-grandparent or your uncle or your friend or anyone that you want to keep connected in your life who might not live near you. It's a digital picture frame from Aura. It's perfect for sharing pics of all the things that those friends can't be there for, from family vacations to grandkids' graduation to whatever. I have one of these, and I got one for my dad, and I got one for my mother-in-law, and it's amazing. We look at the photos all day long, and we're able to easily update their Aura frame so they see all the latest pictures from our lives as well. It comes with unlimited storage, simple controls on the frame, You can upload as many photos as you want, and your mom or your dad or your stepdad or your stepmom or your friend or whatever can pick the perfect one. And it takes only about two minutes to set up? Seriously. See why it was named the number one digital frame by Wirecutter, uh, The Strategist, and Wired Magazine. Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code HODGMAN. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code Hodgman. Terms and conditions apply. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Babel. Okay, it's 2020-24, 2020, 24, 2020 24. Oh, if hindsight were 2020, I, I don't know what I would have done differently. All I know is that I'm taking every day in this year and trying to get better a little bit every day. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but this is only for our listeners at babbel.com slash Hodgman.
0: judge hodgman it feels like music time to me
1: i would love to hear you know we always have such wonderful musical guests at these live shows and tonight we have a brand new one
0: she has three albums the most recent of which was called the moths are real it was produced by jarvis cocker um those are substantially harp based albums because she's
1: a classically trained harpist
0: exactly she now has a harpless band called bass yan uh, which has no harp, uh, it, uh, their first album called Yes I Yawn is coming out on Lost Map Records at the end of the year. Please welcome to the stage our musical guest for this evening, Serafina Steer.
1: Serafina Steer, ladies and gentlemen. Good,
5: evening. Good afternoon, everybody. today's without motion like an ocean without a wave i'm gonna go outside now and forage for food i hope it's not too late to make make good A game but it's a, a weird sort of game it's all or nothing The last song I played was called I Am Animal, and this song is called Profile Picture. I've changed my profile picture. 24 likes. 25. My hair looks fine, but nobody cares. Nobody cares. Seraphina Steer, what's on your mind? Why so third person? I've changed my profile picture. Twenty-four likes. Twenty-five My hair looks fine But nobody cares Nobody cares Concentrate Why can't you concentrate? Concentrate Why can't you concentrate? of your career
4: All the work you've put in
5: People who don't know you Don't owe you A second look Concentrate Why can't you concentrate? Concentrate don't you concentrate I need a friend beside me I mean right beside me I know you're with me I know you're with me But I I need a friend beside me now I mean right beside me I can't concentrate Concentrate 26 likes I've changed my profile picture 27 I know you know that 28 I've changed my profile picture I know you know that Concentrate!
0: Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating.
5: Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app.
0: And at MaximumFun.org. Well, Judge Hodgman, we've been here for a few days uh, from America, and we've... (sighs) meted out a fair amount of justice but from what i have it was a fair it was a fair meeting yeah uh from what i have heard there remains injustice in this great nation what still (laughs) we've only got a few minutes left in the show but it seems to me like we could really wrap up this whole injustice thing in the uk for once and for all
1: all right let's bang out some law
0: Uh, why don't we start by putting 10 minutes on the clock and seeing if we can solve three disputes in 10 minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Anna and Nick.
1: Anna and Nick. Come, come sit down. We need to settle this right away. You're automatically sworn in. Anna, Nick, who brings the case against whom?
2: I bring the case against Nick.
1: Anna, Make your accusation.
2: Uh, so I read the book Into Thin Air, which is about people dying on a climbing expedition up Mount Everest. Sure. And when I read it, I had this insight of like, oh my God, Nick definitely wants to do this. And I asked him to promise me not to do it because in the book and in life, lots of people die doing yes. this. And he said no. So I would like you to make him promise me never to do this.
1: <laughs> Nick, did you just get the idea to, pro- to refuse to promise to climb Mount Everest because you knew it would make your wife upset? No. Okay. no. Are you going to climb Mount Everest?
0: Highly unlikely. Have, yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on, that wasn't a no. <laughs> yeah. have, you, have you ever climbed? Like, I can tell you right now, look at my eyes, I'm not going to climb Mount Everest. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to assess
1: the risk of your accidentally climbing Mount Everest. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, might, you, might, you might accidentally fall up at one day. <laughs> Have you climbed anything before? I have. What's the
2: tallest thing you climbed? Mount Whitney.
1: How tall is that one? It's
2: 14,000 plus. It's the highest mountain in the lower 48 of the United States.
1: Highest and the lowest 48. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a great motto. Uh, And uh, is is it a lifelong dream of yours to climb Mount Everest? Not really. So... Why don't you just say, I promise not to climb Mount Everest and make Anna happy. And then maybe one day when she goes on vacation with her sister or whatever, you just do it anyway.
2: <laughs> so I, I, Guess what I did, honey? I,
1: <laughs> guess where I'm calling from?
2: <laughs> I, I promised to her that I would not do it without her permission but he clearly has a plan to climb Mount Everest after I die. Like, he keeps bringing it up that he could do it with our daughter as if that would make me feel better.
1: <laughs> That's right. It would, be, uh, it, would be, it would be so much fun if you were left a, a widow and a ch- childless mourner. Is your daughter a
0: Sherpa at all?
1: <laughs>
0: Definitely not. Why
1: would you want to, to climb Mount Everest? I Do not say because it's there. No. Because let mean, me tell you something. It's been done. A lot of people have died. It's a huge amount, it's a huge expense of money yeah, for it's, nothing other than dumb ego, and uh, you're you're taking advantage of uh, a lot of native workers who may not feel so great about helping you up the mountain.
0: Oh, I agree. And it's and cold there. It's cold, <laughs> and you just it's a whole thing to do. You understand that? Don't you? Yeah. No, no, I, I know that. I, I I just feel
2: like I want to preserve my option, and 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 I I've given her. Right. I've given her the ability to veto like, it. Like I know while that we're married, alive. but I
1: want a hall pass for this one thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting married means you don't have options anymore. Uh, you understand, though, that you gave him this whole idea. He probably never would have thought of it until you no, read a no, book. No,
2: no, no, no. He read the book before I did, and kept telling me how great it was. And then when I started to read the book, I was like, "Oh, I see exactly where this came from."
1: All right, I think that he's just driving you a little crazy on purpose. I think it's highly unlikely he's going to climb Mount no, Everest. He's made the point that he will not do so without your permission. You will never grant that permission. <laughs> I think the situation has been resolved. <laughs> Please welcome Simon and Helen. By the way, so are you also Americans? No. no. Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, Simon and Helen? Yep. Hello. Hi. I think I know which one is Simon and which one is Helen. <laughs> Who brings the case against whom? I do, Johanna. Simon, make your accusation.
3: I believe that tomato ketchup is a dip, and Helen will not
0: agree with this.
2: People laughed when you said ketchup is a favorite.
6: dip.
0: Easy in Helen's favor. Izzy and Dan, please. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we do
1: need to move on, but I just want to know the source of your madness, Simon.
3: <laughs> my reasons are twofold.
1: You do dip things in. Exactly. From time to time. That's one of my main that reasons. That doesn't
2: make it a dip. <laughs>
3: You dip things into it. Sure. It's the act of dipping that is important. Yeah. It's also the same (laughs) consistency as similar dips. Sour cream, nacho cheese.
1: No. It's not the
6: same same
1: consistency at all. And nor would you ever pour sour cream onto a hamburger.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Judge Hodgman? Yes. Uh, Can I make my own accusation? Please. Uh, It's my opinion that Simon is a dip. (gasps) Oh, <laughs> out. That's,
4: that's cold as cool ranch dressing.
1: I understand where you're coming from, but I think you're just making trouble for no reason. Obviously, ketchup has a long, long history as a condiment and a sauce. It is inconsequential that you occasionally dip things into it. It is used mostly for squirting onto other things. And, and therefore, I cannot find in your favor, though you are both very adorable. Very well. Thank you. Thank Fine you. in favor of Helen. <laughs> Izzy and Dan, please. <laughs> Izzy and Dan. Dan, whatever you do, take your time. <laughs> okay. We're a little bit under the gun. Who brings this case against whom? I do. Izzy, um, what is your relationship to this strange old man?
6: <laughs> this is my dad.
1: He's your dad. Yeah. All right. And what is your accusation, beef, dispute, concern, quarrel?
6: We had a dog. Um, we lived in South Africa. We had a dog, and we had to leave him there. And now he has a rule. Wait, stop.
1: <laughs> a whole lot of narrative just came through. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
1: you had a dog. You lived where? South Africa. In South Africa. Yeah. You, you Obviously, you don't live there anymore. No. You live here. Yeah. And you left your dog behind. Yeah. Monstrous thing to do, by the yep. way. Yeah. <laughs> because you know that dog's just going to try to find you. <laughs> He's re- he's roundabout Kenya at the moment. What's, yeah, no, what's, he's the, not. Na- what's the name of the dog? Asterix. The, Asterix. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Asterix is now trudging through the Sahara Desert. Going, <laughs> is he? Is he? <laughs> I wish there was some computer I could climb under <laughs> to commit suicide.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but Asterix is in the past.
6: And now there's a rule, which has always been there, but I still don't agree with it, that we can't have a dog small, um, that's small enough for him to feasibly kick over a rugby post. Um. You want to get a new dog? <laughs> yeah. The,
1: the rule of the house, and of many houses, <laughs> is that the dog must be large enough that your father cannot kick it through a rugby goal. Is that what it's called?
6: feasibly over a rugby post apparently. a rugby
1: post alright <laughs> why do you guys have these weird sports
0: laughter
1: <laughs> uh, what's your problem with uh, small dogs there Dan I really hate small yappy dogs yes and I, it, what kind of dog was, was Asterix he was uh, a German shepherd cross <laughs> well you gave him the wrong name <laughs> 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 yeah fair point Asterix was a small yappy gall <laughs> Should call him Obelix.
6: <laughs> that, w- that was a debate we had, I think. It was
1: a debate was. you had? <laughs> yeah. Yep. In the car
6: on the way home with the puppy. What do we name it?
1: <laughs> and what, what side were you on?
6: I was on Asterix. He wanted to call him Groot so that he could write on the collar, I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: but the rag- I, I renounced know- <laughs> my status as a dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you renounce you your weird dad citizenship? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. This the, this this court has a lot of tolerance for weird dads and weird dad jokes.
6: There's, there's, that one that cannot a, stand. A, there's a really oh. pro- big problem with that. In Afrikaans, which is what most of them speak, group means big. And he has this problem of not shouting some stupid dog name across a park when to everyone else, he'd be just shouting big. Big! <laughs> yeah. Big!
1: <laughs> but you understand that's probably your dad's ideal dog name to begin with. <laughs> big dog! <laughs> I come here so I can't kick you over a thing <laughs> in my defense because all this being said out loud I'm a monster um, <laughs> yeah. no dog would ever be kicked it's, a th- it's like no, a I thought experiment uh, I know that I understand
6: no I was on Instagram earlier and there was a little dog who goes yeah I could kick that over a rubber post uh, Yeah,
1: theoretically
6: Just, right. Right. you didn't I, say I, theoretically you said I could kick that over a rugby post <laughs>
0: Dan, I, I attacked you for the whole thing about I Am Groot, and you earned that one. <laughs> However, I have two small dogs. Uh, they're about uh, 15 or 20 pounds. They're uh, terrier Chihuahua mixes. And I have often confessed to my wife, much to her dismay, that I fantasize about kicking them like an American football. <laughs> um, and they I'm wouldn't be lying. hurt. They would, in, they would fly, and they would, in, they would love it like in my <laughs> they would think it was amazing <laughs> like su-
1: <laughs> well if you throw them the right way they spin like a corkscrew yeah <laughs> alright Izzy why do you want a small dog
6: uh, well first of all we have cats and they're small enough to kick how, how over many a, two.
1: Oh boy
6: um, he's a self-confessed cat person he could kick them over a rugby post so what's the problem with dogs what's no, the no, different you know, do you know, really? do you know here, I have to, here I have to stand up
1: for a day. There's a, <laughs> there is a difference between cats and dogs.
6: No, our cat acts like a dog. He chases Frisbees. Cat,
1: cats, cats don't care if you live or die. <laughs> and, they, and, and they will only be around so far as they can get something out of you. Whereas a dog, especially a small dog, uh, not only wants to love you and be part of your herd, but will yell about it all the time.
6: Well, <laughs> our cat doesn't what kind, of, what
1: kind of dog do you want?
6: I want a cock spaniel or something around that size because... One of the problems we couldn't bring the dog back was there's not enough space in our house. So why get a dog the same size because we couldn't bring the other one back? That makes no sense. It's the same size as the other dog. What
1: A Cocker Spaniel, no good, that's too small?
6: Yeah, apparently. Yeah. I don't think that, that, that those small. are yappy dogs, are they? they, they? they don't, don't yap, and they're it's, not that
0: small. I, I hate to do any crux finding here, but I kind of feel like this is more about Asterix than it is about the size of the new dog. Go on, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Well it, it seems like there was this foundational trauma that you abandoned your dog <laughs> a member of your family in a faraway nation uh, and now you're trying to replace that family member um, and you're making up these weird rules about it
1: Uh <laughs> I, I,
3: I, Asterix first of all did terrorize our cats which was a bit of a problem yeah. I, I do like stupid dogs like a labrador or a golden retriever that are nice and docile and friendly and don't terrorize my cats
0: yeah my dogs would for real eat your cats <laughs> <laughs> and
1: why do, <laughs> if, if your dad is open to getting a new dog a, a labrador that is like default dog
6: because my mom doesn't want a labrador well, she wh- thinks they chew she's
1: not much. here <laughs> <laughs> What do you want to name this new dog?
6: Uh, I have anything to do with gemstones, anything geeky, because we have this thing of geeky names mm-hmm. throughout our animals. Give me some, give me some samples. Specifically, uh, is the soul
1: of... Judge John Hodgman.
0: Dog name.
6: <laughs> <laughs> we have... I don't know. I like Luna, and I like... Um, like
1: Luna Lovegood from that from the books? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs>
6: I like Cor- go on. Is he? I like Coraline from yes. like, the movie. Coraline. Yes, that's
1: it. That's Starring John Hodgman. That's the one.
6: Yeah.
1: <laughs> My very famous movie Coraline.
6: Uh, there's a lot of anime ones mm-hmm. because we have uh, a cat named after. An anime no, character. I already told you it's Coraline. Yeah. So. <laughs>
1: here's what I'm going to say. Before you take on a new dog, have you had a small dog
6: before? No.
1: Okay. Do you have a situation? in this country as we do in in, in at least New York City and other parts of the country where you can foster dogs that are waiting to be adopted.
6: Yeah, they're against that.
1: Well, too bad for them. (laughs) I want you to foster a small dog. Okay. And you can call that dog. That dog will come with a name and you have to keep that name. Yeah. And I want that dog to be fostered in your home for a period of time so you both learn the reality of what having a small dog means. Yeah. And don't kick it. (laughs) And then if you end up loving that dog, you can adopt it and call it Coraline. Yeah. Or if you realize, yeah, a small dog has certain disadvantages, uh, and you know, you're going to see how the cats are going to react to it. You're going to see how you react being yelled at all the time by this dog. <laughs> uh, and you decide to go with a, a slightly larger model, then you will, then that will be the solution for you, and you will name that dog Coraline.
6: Yep.
1: <laughs> is that acceptable? It doesn't yep. matter to me if it is, but that's what I'm asking.
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. That's fine. <laughs>
1: this is the sound of a gavel. Izzy and Dan...
0: Thanks so much to the litigants for joining us on stage and sharing their cases with us. Thanks also to the staff at the London Podcast Festival. Serafina Steer is now playing with the band Jan. Their debut album is called Yes I Jan and comes out on Lost Map Records later this year. They have an EP available at basian.bandcamp.com. For more of her music, visit serafinasteer.com. This episode produced by Jennifer Marmer. She had help from Nick Liao. We'll talk to you next time on the Judge John Hodgman podcast.
1: MaximumFun.org.
0: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
1: Listener supported.